0: Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Ryan Show podcast. Listen, this is a special edition episode. Uh, I recently was on uh, 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 Amy Porterfield's podcast and I was a guest and the feedback from being on Amy's podcast has been absolutely incredible. I'm talking about hundreds of messages, emails, but there was one common thread that made me think, you know what, Ryan? I got to reach out to Amy's team and get a copy of this episode so that I can share it with my audience, with you. Um, And everybody kept talking about a few points that I made with Amy. And one was soulful currency. And one was the difference between branding and marketing. But the big, big one was also, again, it was the soulful currency that people had said, hey, how are you blending soulful currency into branding versus marketing? So this episode is jam-packed. Uh, I've had so many uh, listeners of Amy's show reach out to me saying how they enjoyed this episode. And I just thought, you know what? I want to share this with you guys, with my audience. So I want to make this very clear. This is an original episode from the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast with Amy Porterfield. I will link to the original episode on hers, but I hope you guys enjoy it. Amy's team was nice enough to share the original file with me, and uh, here it is. I do have an ask, though, before I clip into the show and the episode with Amy. The number one ask I have is this. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take some time, write a five-star review, put it in there, tag me on social media at Ryan one take a screenshot, tag me, so that I know you did it, and that I can give you some love and a shout-out. I cannot stress how important the reviews are for the success of the podcast and why we've had so much success to this date. I want to say thank you for listening, and without further ado, enjoy much love from the team holtz squad
1: my guest has been an entrepreneur since the age of 18 now i don't know about you but when i see someone who has been an entrepreneur for that many years and a successful one at that i'm thinking okay what can i learn from them because clearly they're doing something right and my guest today ryan holtz definitely is Fun fact, I was on Ryan's podcast, The Ryan Holt Show, a while back, and we hit it off right from the start. And after learning more and more about him, I thought, he's got to come on my show. And since this show is called Online Marketing Made Easy, what better topic to cover than branding your online business? Because Ryan is the expert of all experts in the area of branding. This episode is tactical, actionable, and will have you ready to implement some new strategies in your business right away. I'm Amy Porterfield, and this is Online Marketing Made Easy. So let's talk about my guest today, Ryan Holtz. Not only is he the host of a top 100 Apple podcast, but he's also a renowned speaker, expert marketer, A wealth of entrepreneurial knowledge, a dad and a husband. We actually met on Clubhouse. Imagine that. And I loved his energy. I was drawn in by his knowledge and confidence and how he delivered his expertise. And I know you're going to feel the same about this interview. So today we're chatting about how to set yourself apart from others in your industry, how to diversify your community, what branding is, and what it is not, as well as the difference between branding and marketing. So grab your coffee or kombucha, and let's get into this episode of Online Marketing Made Easy with Ryan Holtz. Well, 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 look who it is. Ryan, I'm so glad to finally have you on the show. So thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you so much, Amy, for having me. I mean, the show you and I did when you were a guest on mine, I'm still getting feedback from it. It was uh it was such a great, deep, profound conversation. And uh I just love everything you do. So it's an honor. Thank you.
1: Your show was so much fun. I mean, we went there. You asked some hard questions. You made me nervous, but like in a really good way. I'm so glad we had a deep conversation.
0: You know what? I, I like that though, because it's we all see Amy Porterfield and and you know, you do one thing great, and that's teaching, you know, people how to how to create their courses and stuff like that. But you know, you have such a great story personally and professionally. And it's, you know, for me, I really like tapping into the human on a human to human level. And we did that together. And I always feel like those make those episodes and those connections, you know, a little more special, in my opinion.
1: I, I totally agree. So just so you all know, I will be linking you to the episode I did with Ryan, a totally different conversation. And I think it's <laughs> worth listening to both. I mean, I'm biased. So we're going to link to that for sure. So, okay. So Ryan, you've got to give us a rundown of who you are, what you're all about and how you became an entrepreneur. I mean, <laughs> give us all the good stuff.
0: You know what? It's, uh, it's interesting. Cause if we go on the personal side, you know, I was an entrepreneur, I became an entrepreneur by survival, and I did it when it, the whole word entrepreneur wasn't like this rock star, you know, the the Gary V's and U's and everybody who's, you know, everybody's, you know, let's be an entrepreneur and and all that. I literally did it, Amy, out of a place of 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 darkness, just complete hardship. You know, I lost my mom at 13 years old and, you know, I started playing football and football saved my life, literally. Um, and, you know, did that all the way into to college. Um, and then, you know, I, I just felt, Amy, that. I couldn't look at it like I didn't look at the university or the or the, you know, prospectus or the course offering and say, I, I can't pick something I love. Like I didn't I didn't love the idea of being a doctor or the, or a lawyer or an engineer or an accountant. I just I couldn't fit in the box. And I did choose business eventually because I had to choose something. Um, but then I just thought, like, this still isn't doing it for me. And I need to create my own job, (laughs) essentially. And I just don't see it on a listing. And I also wanted to create my own success path, Amy. And I wanted to, you know, I I come from very humble beginnings. You know, I didn't get any money left for me. I don't come from any, you know, it it just was really tough. And I said, you know what, Ryan, I can't depend on a boss or somebody else to tell me what my worth is. I need to figure this out. And I need to start making my own worth known. And I did that at the age of 18 years old.
1: Okay. So I wanted you to talk about your story of where you got here and some of the things you've gone through because it says so much about you. And to my listeners, when you dive into learning more about Ryan, and I hope you do after this episode, he's really a special guy with so many talents. And so I'm actually going to take a sharp turn here because this podcast is all about online marketing. And I wanted Ryan to talk about the difference between marketing versus branding, something I've never talked about on the show before. But before we even get there, so we're going to get there in just a second. But before we get there, Ryan, what do we mean when we talk brand? Like, why is this important as an online entrepreneur? Because I think people get confused about what brand or branding even means
0: one of the one of the best definitions i've always loved behind brand and there's so many and there's so many advanced ones but i love to keep it stupid simple kiss method always i like simplicity marty newmeyer said this and i agree with him he said listen the brand means this it is a person's gut feeling towards a product service or organization Meaning, I'm going to go and sign up with Amy. I want her to teach me how to build a course. How do I feel about her? What's her credibility? What are some of her past students saying about her? It's literally my gut feeling of how I feel about you. That's why when we talk about, let's take like, okay, let's talk about Jay-Z or Madonna or... You know, share or the Beatles, like you automatically start getting these triggers in your brain when I start saying these big brands who are major, major brands. Coca Cola, you know, like I could go on and on. So the brand is a person's gut feeling towards you and your business. Now, here's the kicker you have zero. This is what I love about businesses. and and, And I know you have a lot of business people listening, but I always tell business owners if you really want a great brand, you need to get out of your own way. And start asking the only question that matters. What's in it for them? You know, when somebody comes to me and says, hey, Ryan, uh, why should we use your marketing agency as opposed to, you know, marketing agency B? You know what I, I rebuttal to them? I don't get in the whole, like, whose arms are bigger. <laughs> I don't care about that. I don't I could care less about that. I get into this. I, I, I literally turn it around to them and I say, well, what's in it for them? Business owner A or B? They're like, whoa, whoa what do you mean? I'm like, well, let's talk about your customer. What What's in it for them? And then once they start unpacking what's in it for them, I take my answer and I reverse engineer it and say, well, let's get that answer together so that we can answer that question beautifully and simply. And, you know, people think their logos and their fonts and their galleries on Instagram and all these things are what's really going to drive a brand. And I disagree. I think there's some good things and aesthetic appeal to it. You know, I do it. My colors are black, white and orange. You know, I know you got your colors, but at the end of the day, it's what's coming out of your mouth. How are you interacting with the people and how are you making them feel? So when I post something on my social media, Amy, honestly, on 99.9% of my posts before I even post it, I just ask, like, what's in it for them? And it could be something as simple as I just want to make you laugh today. I post a picture of my kids, you know, and we're walking on a, a thing. I, maybe I don't have I don't want to be this like wisdom every single day of my life. I'm just a normal guy. Like, like, I want to ask things like who should pay the bill on the first date? Like, I'm just, I just want to ask normal, simple questions. I want to show the world I'm a human. And that's, that's branding. That is the definition of branding.
1: Okay. So then that leads us to what's the difference between branding and
0: marketing? Okay. I love that. So branding says, Hey, Amy, I want a relationship with you. Marketing says, well, let's start moving to the transaction. Okay, so I see you come down my Instagram and I'm like, oh, who's that? Oh, let's click on her. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, branding. Oh, wow. Okay, she's talking about courses. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Oh, geez, she knows what she's talking about. Okay, boom. Now here's where marketing comes in, Amy. You know this because you do it remarketing. Hey, Ryan, I seen that you went to my website, but you just got to the checkout and you didn't click add to cart like you didn't you didn't finish so what, what tell me some of your apprehensions is it that you don't know which topic to choose is it that you, you don't think your opinion matters most now you're marketing because now you're you're taking the hand of marketing and you're saying come on I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna walk beside you i'm gonna guide you down the path that i think you should be on that's marketing we're leading you to the transaction the branding's like hello i'm gonna give a funny example and i've been on the dating game a long time because i'm married But I've heard from the kids on the ground now that are doing all this online and swipe to the right and swipe to the left and Tinder and all these things. If somebody has, like, let's talk about LinkedIn and social media. Well, let's have a nice headshot. Let's have a good bio that's simple and easy to understand what the person does. These are all branding things because we want people to click. We want them to say, oh my gosh, look at that. So handsome. So beautiful. Wow. Now that's branding. Branding got you in the door. Then the marketing is, well, let's start talking, let's start doing the transaction, let's take them to the path of where we want them to go. People who are dating right now, people who are looking for a job right now, people who are trying to look for clients right now, you are consistently always branding and marketing yourself. That's why I always kind of giggle when people come at me and they say, Ryan, I don't have a business. I'm like, so what? You're still branding yourself. Are you telling me you're not selling yourself to your future in-laws? Why you should be in their family when you marry their daughter or son? You're mar- You damn right you're branding yourself. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have a really bumpy ride at Christmas and, and, and Thanksgiving dinner. True, true. Right? The two work
1: at the same time. You're branding and marketing at the same time, would you say?
0: Absolutely. Because, like, think about it. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you just want to, like, walk in a room? Like, just imagine you come in with your, you know, what, what's the drink? You, I always forget it. It's the, um, Margarita. but then you have your cup. That's the, 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 it's like the rusted color cup. What, what drink is that again? Oh, oh my gosh. Mule? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Cause I, I remember that about you, but
1: wow, that that's impressive. Cause I don't talk about that one that much, but I love it.
0: That's in, that was in my research when you came on mine. Cause I just started going through stuff, but imagine you just like had your, you know, you know, you got Hobie, right? Cause I know that's, you yeah. know, that's, that's your man. You got the doll, you got your, your stepson. <laughs> now imagine you just walk into a party one day, you got your Moscow meal in your hand, you open up the door and you're like, hi, I'm Amy Porterfield. Well, that would be awkward. Like I that would be, that. yeah. So <laughs> is super
1: nervous. Like, oh my gosh, I would hate
0: that. Okay. No, but it's like, you just stand there. Like, okay, so you right. branded yourself, but then everybody's like, uh-huh. So, uh, like, what would you like me to do now? Because this is awkward. Yeah. Like, right. so as soon as you say, hi, I'm Amy Porterfield. Well, we'll take them down the path. Like, what would you like them to do? Do you want to come over and say hello? Do you want them to just stand there? Like, get to the message quick, otherwise there's going to be that awkwardness and it's, it's all going to be messed up, right? But that's why marketing and branding, it's like peanut butter and jelly.
1: It's true. And I think it's important to see the difference in both so that you are giving both the attention that they need. And because the branding is where you are truly connecting. That is, to me, the part where you're building those lifelong relationships with your audience.
0: Well, and and this is why you see people in sales and you've experienced this tons when somebody like connects with you and then they try to sell you something right away. You're You're kind of put off. Like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Like, this isn't even, I don't even know you. Like, I don't even know what you're about. I don't even know who you are. I don't know what you're offering. Like, I I don't know anything. Like, just don't do not do that. And, you know, Tim's story says it best. He says, you can't get an FM frequency on an AM dial. So understand understand how to read a room. Understand who you're talking to. You know, those people that can do that is is huge. You know, I know I'm talking to Amy Porterfield and you have a certain brand and vibe about you. You know you're talking to me and I have a certain brand and vibe. So I can't hop on the mic and talk to everybody the same because we're all different individuals. That is excellent marketing and branding. Now the sales aspect has to come in from me shutting up and listening to what your problem is. And then taking my beautiful branding and marketing and understanding that, well, that's, that's Ryan's cue now to, to shut up. The person said hello. So let's figure out make it all about them and then let's answer the question of what's in it for them but here's here's where people it's just crazy and i don't mean to go on a tangent here but i think your listeners would really benefit is like how do you know what amy's problem is until we start having a conversation
1: Exactly. My dad always says it's better to listen than to talk. And I've taken that into my business because if I just get quiet more often, my audience will tell me what they're struggling with and what they want from me. But it's when we're on social media platforms and we're building a brand and we're marketing, we want to talk, 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 talk. But the power, the magic happens in being quiet.
0: It's so true. Just such a simple example. When we push out a post on, you know, Instagram or LinkedIn or social media, people are like, oh, great. Like, that's an awesome piece of content. Loved it. It was value based. And so people ask me, oh, Ryan, what's the best part of the post? They they get so hopped up. Oh, I love the content. I'm like, that's not the best part of the post. The best part of the post is when somebody sends you a message or they get in your comments. Now I'm like, okay, I threw the ball. I threw the ball. Okay, that's great. Now who's gonna catch it? So somebody's catching it. And I'm like, okay, so uh, come sit down. Let's have some popcorn. <laughs> you know, that's where that's where the magic's happening in the direct messages. And people that, like, you know, go to my social, go to my Instagram account, you will and go into my comments, like you will literally be like, This guy's having like a paragraph conversation about somebody and their child, or that it's hot outside. But I'm not just being like prayer hands, you know, thank you. No, like I'm talking to the person. As a human, I'm having like really in-depth conversations right in the comments. And people are like, how do you scale that? And everybody's so fixated on scaling. And I'm like, listen, it's a big question. I know, you know, you grow, you need to scale and automate. But the magic is in the dirt always. You can't scale dirt. You got to roll up your sleeves. You got to say hello. You got to keep having the conversations, Right. You know, we are coming into the you know automation portion of our society, especially with the pandemic, but people are craving human interaction more than ever now. You know, I look at the average person on Instagram. They have maybe two, 300 followers, maybe three to 700 followers on Instagram. So imagine when you come in their comments and you're like, I really like your hair today. Oh, wow. Is that your husband? That's awesome. Cute dog. And they're like, who the hell is this? I only got two comments in my life.
1: it's so true. And I got to take you back to something you just said, because I am a systems girl. I literally have a program called systems that scale. So I'm also very much about scaling. Yes, But I love what you just said. Not everything we do, my friends, has to be scalable. And when Ryan was starting to say he has a paragraph in-depth conversation about how hot it is, I knew that some of you are thinking, You can't do that for everyone. How do you scale that? And the answer is you don't you've identified what sets you apart from others. And and I knew that the minute you interviewed me on your show, I was like, this is what's special about him. So, it's something that I admire about you. You set yourself apart, you stand out from other people in your industry, and this is a big struggle for some of my listeners. Some of my listeners right now are shaking their head like, "Yes, I want to stand out. I don't know what makes me different." They want to differentiate themselves from their competitors or those in their industry. They don't want to blend in. But but sometimes that's hard for them. So I wanted to ask you, what advice could you share of how we can identify what sets us apart from others?
0: The first answer I'm going to give you for people to really unpack and say, this is what makes me different. And by the way, people listening to this podcast right now, the only way you're going to ever break through the noise is figuring out what Amy just asked me. And that's what is, what is your magic? You know, what is that that thing that really does separate you? Because the beauty of life is that, again, Tim Story quote, you're born an original. Don't die a copy. So the original is always going to be what makes you different. And you need to unpack that by looking deep within yourself. People literally, you know, go and sit at a job that they don't like. And you know this all too well. You made a whole business around solving this problem woman in the cubicle, not feeling good, like you told me. I know who I'm talking to. But people literally go and do this their whole life, Amy, and they don't even know why they're working at the job they are. And this is because it's been programmed, you know, go to high school, pick something that you want to do for the rest of your life. Here's what I'm going to say, Amy, imagine this. I think this is the one flawed thing about everything. How do we tell a 17 to 18-year-old to go to college and pick what they want to do for the rest of their life, they don't have any freaking clue what the heck they're even doing at that age. I didn't know crap at my 17, 18 Amen. Ryan self. Like, I, I learned, I'm still learning about myself. Like, you know, it's just, and then you want them to get, and if you don't come from a wealthy family, you're going to go take this loan. You're going to get all this debt incurred. Do you know how many people that go and get a degree that are not working in their degree? You probably know this.
1: Oh, many, many. <laughs>
0: So true. But that's where I'm saying to your listeners, you need to identify why you're doing what you're doing and identify who you're doing it for. Because what happens is you're usually not doing it for yourself. And then you're why you're doing it is usually for somebody else.
1: Oh, so true. I do feel like. You know, I've talked a lot about how I started to build this business. And two years in, I realized I just built a business I absolutely hate. I was doing consulting for social media. I did not enjoy it. Mm. And I realized I was doing that because it made me money and I was on a path. And I was raised by my dad to always know you always have to have a plan, you always have to have a path. Mm. Uh, You got to make good money because I was capable of it. And so I was doing it for my dad. I mean, Mm. he didn't ask me to do it, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So, I had to stop myself. I would not be where I am today if I kept on the path of entrepreneurship. Like that's the embarrassing part. I say embarrassing, but I left corporate to be an entrepreneur and then I was an entrepreneur and hated it. And I tell that story to say, it's okay if you've built a business you don't love, even if you're doing it on your terms and you're the boss and you're the entrepreneur, you still get to change it if you want to.
0: You know, I I totally agree with you. It's such a relevant point when you say it to me, it, it actually makes me somewhat emotional. And the reason I say that is, you know, we say all these buzzwords and talk and sound bites, but these are people's lives. And for somebody to wake up every day and feel lost, it's a freaking terrible feeling. Okay. And oh, yeah. we know how li- short life is already, you know, and it's something as an entrepreneur or somebody who's driven that you, I think you continuously go through, you know, cause I, I've talked to all kinds of people too. And it's, they they've had uber successful businesses and da-da-da-da. And it's amazing to hear them at the highest level, you know, they're performing in the 1%, and they're still doubting themselves, saying, Is this really what I want to do? Like when you're so driven, you know how you opened up and said, Hey, Ryan, you have so many different talents. I understand what sets you apart. My immediate I had two thoughts. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate that. I received that. And then my other thought is, but Amy, this has also been my biggest weakness. Like it's been my biggest frustration because You know, we talk about the whole niching down thing, you know, when I created my podcast and we talked about this when you came on my show, I've always loved Joe Rogan. I love Joe Rogan, the way he could bring on Elon Musk and then bring on a doctor and then bring on like the guys talking to everybody like he talks about all kinds of subjects. And it was like the first person that I seen in the public space that I'm like he's not niching down. He's just talking about what he wants to talk about. Now he's a unicorn. And of course he's done, you know, fear factor and all these different things prior. But I just thought for my podcast, I'm like, well, okay, you love business. Let's talk about business. But it's funny as you build, you start realizing more and more that I love business, but I love talking about personal development. I love talking about financial literacy. I love talking about important issues. Sometimes that's going on in the world. And I'm like, I just don't want to silence myself to fill my niche. So now, Amy, I'm flipping this interview on you because you're going to help me out here. You know what I just said is shared by many people because they love a lot of different things. What would you say to the Ryans and the Susans and the Sarahs and the Marks and the whoever the heck's listening that says that statement? But here's what I'm and I'm doing this. And please don't edit this out because I want you to keep this in. I think that I can get away with it. I think that I can pull it off successfully. That's my belief. I think I can talk about many things without niching down. Now, here's what I will say to people listening. I think if you niche down, you're going to go quicker. You're going to be clearer. I'm doing it the hard route right now, Amy. I'll be honest. I'm doing it the hard route because I'm I'm doing a little generalist. I'm talking about a a lot of different things. Listeners could come on a Monday and say, hey, Ryan, Ryan just had on this person and they talked about branding and marketing. I'm not even kidding you. The next, the next one, Ryan just had on somebody that played in the NHL and NFL or whatever. And they're going to talk about, you know, poverty. So listeners are in, entering my world for so many different things at so many different times. And people would argue with me and say, Ryan, that could not be a good thing because somebody's coming for the popcorn and you're giving them the Moscow meal. What if they're not a drinker? What do you say to that?
1: Hmm. I have to think about it. I don't, I can't just jump in with how I feel because Ryan, I've always been someone that says it's important to choose your niche. Yes. I'm glad we're having this conversation. Two things. Number one, I agree with you. I think it can be done. I would never say it can't. I do believe it can be done. You're doing it. And number two, I do think it's a slower process, but we don't need to rush to get to where we're going. We, Ugh. I think there's value in slowing down and taking in this journey and doing it the way you want to do it. Because one thing I learned that when I work with Tony Robbins is you've got to create a life, and in my case, a business, what I teach, on your terms. Mm. And when you start doing it in a way that you think you have to do it, you will be resentful. <sighs> and there will come a time that it gets so hard that you quit because you don't even want to do it anyway. So... <laughs> I think there's power in that. Oh my goodness. But the the last thing I'll say that totally is a, a different direction. I also don't believe we have to get paid for everything we love to do and talk about and share. Mm. So there can be one area that we're getting paid for and an other area that we just love to share and we, we talk about and we embrace, but it's not necessarily where our bread and butter is coming from. So Mm. that's a different way to look for it. I don't know. These are just my, my different takes on it, but I'm so glad we're talking about this because you and I have different experiences and there's somebody right now that might've just pulled over their car and they're like, I got to stop driving because- She or he is talking to me.
0: When you do the general and you're kind of really following your heart and your passion about the topics you want to discuss and the people you want to connect with, it's really crazy because your brand will go, if you do it good, your brand can get really good. But what happens is, let's talk about the marketing. Now, where are we leading these people who are coming from 16 million different directions? How are we going to get them to click on the buy now button, Amy? And I know you, you're thinking in your head, well, yeah, that's the hard part, Ryan. Branding, sure. Hey, people know your name but how many people that know their name are broke <laughs> let's talk about that. that's that's a true statement by the way big names and then you're like whoa like it's like seeing somebody that has like a million instagram followers and then literally somebody's got fifty thousand, and they're just like crushing it like they're making way more money than the person that has a million that happens all the time because you're talking you're filling such a specific problem but here's what's crazy What If you go down the generalist, what I figured out is if you do it consistently and good and are very passionate about, if you do it long enough, I find that you start getting big things coming on your plate, like big opportunities. And you start really kind of, you know, I've had listeners that would met and I get them all the time. They're messaging me and they're saying, you know, Ryan, I was really excited to come check out your podcast. And I love the, you know, the interview you did or the topic you did. And then you launched the next one the next week. And I was kind of disappointed, but, and then it goes, dot, dot, dot. I am so happy. I found your podcast because you have given me a clinic on our shows mandate and our show, the rhino show podcast is we're all about how to upgrade your life personally and professionally and have safe spaces to have unsafe conversations. Right. And so when we bring on certain people like yourself I'm trying, you know, my goal is, Amy, my goal for you, my goal when I talk to somebody like you is, well, I don't want to ask Amy all the same questions that everybody else asks her and that I could find out by going to her website or Googling her. I want to get into the mind of Amy. I want when Amy gets off the podcast with Ryan, like, I want you to remember me. You know, I want you to remember that conversation. You know, I I want you to be a little taken back from it and be like, this person actually cared to talk to me today. They weren't just having me on to get my expertise on how to create a course. They wanted to really chat to Amy Porterfield, and I to think that's one of the best, you know, and biggest respects you could ever give to somebody. In my opinion,
1: ah, oh, so very true. I love this, and I I love that. Like I said, that we got into this topic because I do believe that there. Yes, I believe in niching yourself down and I believe there's proof such as in what Ryan does that you can be more of a generalist and it can work for you and exactly what you said, but you're playing the long game. You're not looking for the quick hit, get rich quick kind of thing. Hmm. And I think that makes a difference. Okay. So I got to, I got to take you in a different direction because there's something I've been dying to talk to you about. And when uh, we confirmed this interview, I thought, oh good, because there's something I've been wanting to talk to Ryan about that I didn't get to really get into when I was on your podcast. Mm. And that is around proactive inclusivity. Oh. So one of our core values in our company is proactive inclusivity. And we deliberately make inclusion a part of everything we do. This is something very important to us. And over the last, few years, it's brought richness to the business. Like I have seen a difference. This is something that I've heard you talk about. And I want you to talk about here. How can we as entrepreneurs diversify our community and make sure we're serving the entire community who needs what we have to offer?
0: Well, I think you have to look at the life you lead on a daily basis. You know, yeah. I mean, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, uh, it's all micro. The answer, my whole answer is going to be micro. It's, who you're shaking hands with, who you're saying hello to, who you're having drinks with, who you're, you know, who's your, who's your husband's friends? Who's your friends? Like, like what's going on? What what circles are you running in? You know, are you are you only on the golf course? Or are you, are you going down and having a you know, nasty Southern meal? Like what do you, just your, your whole life, like open up your sensories to, to different things because we all can smell companies that are trying to tick a box. Okay. This is a very big statement. You know, when somebody's saying, Hey, we're, we're opening, we're, we're applying, you know, we have this position, we're trying to fill this position. You know, we need to have like, and I hate to say it, cause I swear companies do this and I've seen it. We need to have this many from this background, this many, like you're literally having a quota. Don't do a quota. That is the most disingenuous thing you can do. It's, you need to make this a culture, a lifestyle, you know, a Hey, you know, we're, we're going to understand people that come from different backgrounds. We're gonna, you know, understand some history, but we're also going to understand, you know, where we're at today. I think social media is a great tool for this because it's like the same person says, Oh my God, Amy, social media is so bad. No, it's not. It's what you're putting in and who you're following and what you're putting out. Like, yeah, you want to go down the bad path of social media and get some nasty content in your face. You can find it. But if you want some of the most amazing, inspirational, educational, entertaining content, you can find that too. So I, I, my answer to you is, you have to make the effort. So you say, hey, I'm being proactive. Well, that to me is you're making the effort. And that's where it starts. And after you say, well, I'm going to make the effort, I'm going to open my mind, I'm going to go down this path. Let the path unfold the way it should unfold you know, and just try to get in that, that culture aspect of it, have conversations. You have a podcast. I see that, you know, bring on guests, you know, get into the dialogue. I talked to a lot of business owners and so many of them say this to me now they're petrified because they're like, Ryan, I don't want to say anything. I don't like, what if we do this? I don't want to, this cancel culture. Just it's freaking us out. Like we're, we don't want to say or do, or, you know, do the wrong thing. And uh, I say, well, listen, I give the analogy of this. If you see a crime happening and you drove by and you let this crime persist, I think you're just as guilty. That's my statement. Okay. Because you were scared that you were going to be canceled. No, I was raised uh, with character and the character was, if you see something wrong, you need to speak up. Okay. And it might be uh, really bad short term, but I promise you this, people will love it long term. I'm gonna say this right now. Marketing campaigns, and I'm not turning this into a marketing campaign, but I'm giving the analogy since we are talking about marketing branding. Marketing campaigns that make, make people cry also make them wanna buy. Okay. So what I mean by that is when we show we're human and we actually care. Scalability, niching down all that might not look good on the balance sheet short term, but I promise you long term, you will be paid 10 times in full for it. Not only is that, it's not just money currency, Amy. There's soulful currency, vibe currency, karma currency, life currency. There's so many currencies we're living by. Money is only one of them, right? How do you sleep at night currencies? So, you know, I just think that people know there's so many people right now that I, I'm surprised they have really great characters and they're keeping their mouths closed about certain things. And it's well, quite frankly, I'm you know, I'm not I'm going to take them off my uh my contact list because I, I'm just so ashamed because I just think no way I know you and you're a great person. And for you just to stand and be a witness, well, I think you should be in the courtroom right next to the person. That's what I think, because. I am, I'm a human, you know, I'm half German, I'm half Jamaican, I'm Canadian, I'm half black, half white. I have friends of all ethnicities, backgrounds. You know, I, I love, I'm teen human and I don't care who it's happening to or what it's happening to. Like, I'm just, I never would drive by and, uh, and not speak up. I wasn't raised to be that way. And I think people that are doing that, it just shows the lack of character that you have. Um, and that's it. But I think, yeah, on a, on just a really micro level, uh, be proactive about it, you know, understand it uh, and just, you know, create that open conversation around it. I think it's important.
1: Love what you said about soul soulful currency. Mm-hmm. And it's not all about the money. And when I each day, I feel like I get a little bit braver and more courageous to speak up because I definitely we've talked about this on your show. Mm-hmm. where I feel like I went wrong and what I need to do differently and the feelings that went along with that. And I've noticed that sometimes when I have spoken up or said different things in support of, I saw a wrongdoing, I get a lot of negative DMs, people stop following me, all of that. And in that moment to think soulful currency and different types of currency other than money in my pocket 1 million percent worth it you just gave words to something i was feeling and couldn't really express
0: because think about it amy and i love what you said there it's 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 not about them it's not about the dms it's not about what somebody thinks about you like it's not it's i who gives a shit like what somebody thinks about you come on like does your does your dog love you does hobie love you does your stepson love you like let's take inventory on what matters but my point is is this it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of you other than the people that truly do matter. So I always like to ask people, well, w- could you imagine your kids see this or, or, you know, mom and dad, like, Oh, you're just driving by mind your own business or this, and that? like you can't, you can't play both cards. Like I'm not a big fan of fence sitters, Amy, and fence sitters to me are sometimes dangerous. It's like a friend. I'll give you an example. You have one friend and you know, they ask the friend, hey, tell me about Amy. So she says that, gossips, da, 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 da. Then the friend comes back to you and says that. You know who who becomes non-friends to me at that point? Both of them. Because I'm looking at the person saying, wow, so you were willing to to have that, to facilitate that. And now you're coming to report back to me. Well, I know you're just going to do that about me to the other person. That's why somebody comes and Says bad things about somebody to me, they're automatically eliminated. Right after that conversation, they're they're eliminated. Because I'm like, oh, if you're doing that to me about them, you're doing that about me to them.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm glad you brought that up because I really have to push myself sometimes. I, I get mm. nervous. I, I'm one of those that I I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I want to be respectful, all of that. But I really do push myself to say, all right, Amy you got to get off the fence now because you can't play it safe all the time because there's people that need you. You need to speak up. You are seeing things that aren't right. And you know, I want to be a good example for Cade. You're totally right. Or when you think, what would my mom think like that stuff? Those are important questions. So Ryan, I just appreciate you encouraging me more. So it's big. It's, it's, it's so incredibly important, especially as we're entrepreneurs and leading the way and building Something on our terms, we have to keep our word to ourselves, and it's easier said than done. I
0: don't Oh, yes, it is. But, oh, oh, yes, it is. But you know what it is, though, Amy? Like, and that's the, that's like the I call it kind of the, when you get into the preaching mentality. And sometimes, I you know, my, my inner child always comes out again, and that's why I kind of I'll say something and I'll I always go the empathy card because I'm like, listen, none of what I said is easy, and the whole key to it, in my opinion is to constantly be present, but just be patient with yourself. You know, I tell myself daily, Ryan, be patient with yourself. You know, just be patient. You know, look at those small wins. You know, you know, this too, as an entrepreneur, people come and say, oh, you've had success in all this. In my mind, I've done zero. People say, well, look what you've done. I'm like, look what's left.
1: Yes. Look what's left. Oh my goodness. I've never thought of it that way, but pretty much how my mind works.
0: Like that's a quote, right? Look what's been, look what you've done. But I'm like, but Amy, look what's left. Yes. Help me out, Amy. That's not always
1: good because we really do need yes. to take a moment and celebrate and say like, wow, we're so proud of ourselves, but it does keep me moving forward. To be Stay
0: better humble. Keep hungry. Yeah. I'm circling all the way back. Yeah. Cause it's such a, it, those four words are so empowering.
1: Oh my gosh, Ryan, I feel like we could talk for like a whole other hour about tons more different things, really. You know order
0: to, to find
1: entrepreneurs me. <laughs> entrepreneurship, but okay. So Amy, how do
0: I become friends. friends with you? How do I become friends with you, Amy?
1: Are we are friends. This is this. No, is. like I need I
0: need your cell phone number okay. status and I d- and I do do this to guests sometimes because I'm like, I, I, I connect with you. I'm like, no, I need cell phone number status that can be, be like, Amy, I'm checking in. I just want to say, how are you? How's your family? And I'm just say hello.
1: Ryan, that could get me through a day sometimes. <laughs> so that, I, that's <laughs> happening.
0: So I'll be sending it to you. Okay. First. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Ryan, thank you so, so much for being on the I always, always have a good time with you. It's so fun talking to you. So you have to tell people, number one, what's the name of your podcast? And number two, where else can they find you?
0: Sure, yeah. The name of our podcast is The Reinhold Show Podcast. We're we're based in Canada. Number one Black Host Podcast here in Canada. And we bring on uh, people, you know, every day from the Kevin O'Leary's, Amy Porterfield's, SWV's, recording artists, to everyday people. And we just try to unpack our ultimate goal, and that is how we can get people to live their full selves on purpose. We're very, very heavy on business, but we're also heavy on the personal because you know we find personal and business kind of go together. So it's the Reinhold Show podcast. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can grab it. And then uh, I own my my bread and butter company is Reinhold's Marketing, which is a, a branding and creative agency. And all we do is help customers, people find their customer build the relationship with the customer past present and future and do it in a way that's memorable uh and is not just boring marketing but just an absolute powerhouse so we work with a lot of companies that are very social cause oriented and and it's been nice to see and amy i i cannot thank you enough for having me on your show you are you. you are great my friend
1: Thank you. And everybody, just so you know, it's H-O-L-T-Z. Ryan says his last name so fast. I don't know if you all knew that. So H-O-L-T-Z. But I'll put everything in the show notes. Ryan, thanks again for being here.
0: You betcha. Thank you, Amy.
1: So there you have it. I hope you loved this chat I had with Ryan as much as I have. Wow. We covered a lot and definitely got into some topics that I didn't plan to dive into, but I'm so glad the conversation went there. I hope you're walking away with new insights and some strategies or tactics that you can apply right away. In fact, I want to challenge you. You learned something here today that I'm sure really resonated with you. So take one thing. And commit to doing something about it, taking action in the next 24 or 48 hours. I promise you, if you start putting into action what you learn here, you will feel so much growth in just three months or six months from now. So use my podcast as many lessons that you learn every week. And I promise you the stacking effect if you implement will make a big difference in your business. All right, my friends, make sure to follow Ryan. I'll post links to his social and to his website in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.